Welcome to the Engineers Podcast. My name is Aiden and I'm a principal engineer with over 10 years of experience in mechanical engineering. And my goal is to guide you all the way from when you decide to either do an apprenticeship or go to university to becoming a professional engineer. So welcome to this week's episode, everyone. As per usual, the UK's weather has changed and it's very cold now all of a sudden. But anyway, that means the window's closed, so hopefully there's not too much noise in this episode. So I thought on this week's episode I would discuss why you should be an engineer. Now, I know I covered you know, what an engineer does, why you should go to university or be an apprentice, that kind of thing. But what I didn't discuss is should you be an engineer? Is it the right career path for you? Because you might be thinking, I want to be an engineer, but I'm unsure if this is what I want to do versus something else. I'm not here to convince you to become an engineer. What I'm doing here is telling you the advantages and disadvantages of choosing to be an engineer and the lifestyle you will lead. Okay. And the reason I chose to do this was because I live the lifestyle I want right now. This is what I want, where I am now. And I'm going to talk about that both personal and professionally. So the first one is quite obvious. You would have to get a recognition that you're an engineer, be that you completing an apprenticeship and getting a degree, finishing university and getting a degree, or going down where you've been working for many years somewhere. You don't have a degree, but you don't need a degree. But then you'll need a professional body such as IET or IMECE to give you some status, be it an incorporated engineer or a chartered engineer. So those are the three ways that you can go about getting your engineering, let's say, status. Well, obviously, it's not the only job that you can go to university for or do an apprenticeship for or go through years of career experience to get so it's not just that but it's got a lot of let, let's say you want to be a doctor you know that's a minimum of five years at university to be an engineer for a bachelor's is three to get a master's is four so you could get a master's degree in engineering you know a year before you finish a medicine degree it's also a lot easier on the grades with engineering versus medicine, because with medicine, you have to score a lot higher to pass than in an engineering degree. I only know this because I, I know some people have done medicine, so I can compare it to that, for example. And it makes sense that obviously a medicine degree, you are actually looking after people that it would need a higher grade, because you want someone who's your doctor to actually understand what is going on. You might be asking, what is the advantage? Because you can go and be a doctor and all of this. And, that, and that's great. But you can also do a finance degree or any other kind of degree. Okay, so the medical one was an example, as is the other one. So what is the advantage of, of choosing engineering as such? Now, with an engineering degree, you come out of university. And if you've got everything right, like you've got some experience behind you and all of that, you, you could get your starting salary of around £28,000 now, which actually doesn't sound that bad. You know, £28,000 out of university is quite good. When, But when I got out of university, I was paid a lot lower than that because it was the recession. Last week's episode, I had Ben on, and he worked for Teledyne for some 
something like eight years or something like that. Which to me is a very long time. Eight years is a long time to dedicate yourself to one company. And I say that because he wasn't on a good wage when he left Teledyne. But when he left, he jumped really high based on his experience. And this is where engineers' wages can be problematic because very few companies actually consider their engineering departments as critical. But every engineering department that brings revenue into your company is critical. And and by that, by revenue, I mean if you have sales engineers, they will bring you revenue. Production engineers will bring you revenue. Project engineers will bring you revenue. All these branches of engineers will bring you revenue. But a company forgets that. Having, this is going to sound really bad, but having an accounting team or a quality team does not bring you revenue. And this is what companies forget, is that if the accountant doesn't come in for a month, people might not get paid. That's true. But if the engineer doesn't come back for a month, then your company might go under because there's no one there to either fix the problems or solve all the solutions for it. And that is a that is a, a, a very basic example because obviously there will be other engineers there. But very few companies consider their engineering department critical. And this is why I've moved so many times. Because once you get into a company, they become complacent with you. They think that you're theirs and you won't move on. And there are a lot of other things apart from financial benefits to being an engineer, which I will also talk about here. But as a critical thing, and as an engineer, you are the most important aspect of that company. Okay. I can give you two examples. So when I left my last company, you needed to have security clearance to do the job I was doing. And my notice period was three months. Now, in three months, you can't get someone in in that time span to do that job. So what's ended up happening is that the person then has to be retrained and it can take, you know, three years to get to the level where you're at. And the company doesn't want to invest in you, not just financially, okay? It doesn't have to be a financial investment. No one is saying that you need more money, but you need to know that the company wants you. And this is where companies get complacent. Because if they don't, let's say, invest in you in training, in maybe getting a new degree, even in brand new machinery for the company that will benefit the company, then all of that means that they're not interested in you as an individual and you should move on. So from a wage side, what I'm trying to say is is that you will never get paid what you should be paid. Now, I realize that that's a huge, huge downside because you want to be an engineer, you want to do it all. And whenever I move company, I always think of what am I worth at the time? Okay, and I put that number down. And if they don't give me that number, then I'm not interested because a lot of recruiters will try and, you know, get you for less. And it just doesn't happen with with myself, at least, and some of the people I know. And to just put things into perspective, which is kind of weird, is before you leave a company, what ends up happening is that other engineers then see you're leaving and they want to leave. But because you've left before them, they then get a huge pay bump so that they don't leave. Because then the company starts to realize that they are actually critical to them. It's a big advantage when you come out of university. Yes, you can earn a decent wage with just a few years of study. But unless you're prepared 
to change company often, it won't change that much because companies will get complacent with you. Some of them will even try and hire graduates for more than you. I've seen that before, which is an absolute insult. They'll try to hire someone with almost no experience or a lot less experience than you and pay them more money than you. Anyway, I digress. So financially wise, good in the beginning, but not so good usually, especially in larger corporations, if you want to stay there for a long time. So that's the advantage and disadvantage financially of choosing engineering. Right, the next one, and this one might be important because you're probably thinking, okay, she's talked about finance. I'm not going to be earning the hundreds of thousands of pounds that I think I should be earning like my finance friend or something like that. Now, there's a good reason for that because engineers have a very good life balance. And by that, I mean you can come into work almost whenever you want, because based on your job, you might not really interact with customers that much. Like, let's say a mechanic who has a customer waiting for a car at 9am in the morning, so they have to be there at 7 to get that car ready for them. Yes, there are deadlines in engineering, but not quite to that extent, uh, especially in the the design, the project side of it. Uh, in the production, it's a little bit different, that you have to be there for certain hours, but then after that, you can do what you want. So again, quite flexible. So if you want the family life, if you want the eight to four job with an hour lunch break, because that is actually rarer than you think, having an hour lunch break, especially in the UK, with decent holiday packages, then engineering is for you. Because if you're working in finance, and I have friends who do, earn a lot more money than me, but they've said they've gone into the office at 7 a.m. and come home at 9 p.m. You know, that's not something for me. For a start, I have a family. And two, I don't want to be stuck in an office for 14 hours a day. For me, I like my eight to four. I can drop the kids to school, sometimes pick them up if I have to, have a nice lunch break, and enjoy life to an, as, as much as you can from a, like a family side of things. I can be there for the kids. I can be there for, I know some of you might not be there yet, but then, you know, you can be there for anything. You know, if, if something happens, let's say you need to go early on that day, you can because your deadlines are generally can be pushed or moved around and you're kind of okay to do that. While as a lot of other people can't just up and leave, you know, like in the finance area, you have clients who are waiting for things there and then and you can't do anything. You're there stuck there for your 14 hour a day shift, sometimes having to do weekends. I don't respond on a Friday evening to Monday morning to anything I get. Doesn't matter how urgent it is. It'll wait till Monday. It'll wait till I get in the office on Monday. And if I'm on holiday Monday, it'll wait till Tuesday. So that is the second advantage of choosing engineering over other things. And again, it can be the same in healthcare. You know, you're working long hours, it's tiring, and you want to come home and be able to do things, not come home and flop down and fall asleep, especially if you have kids. Third advantage of being an engineer is your versatility. And by this, I mean, I was an aerospace engineer, and then automotive, and then medical, 
in RF power and then medical in respiratory. So if you do a mechanical engineering degree or, or something similar like I did, like aerospace, you're not stuck in that field forever. Because the worst thing is if you've gone through everything and you hate the job you do, that is the worst thing that can happen to you. So being able to change whenever you want to almost any field is incredible. Like tomorrow, if I wanted, I could join a car manufacturer or an aircraft manufacturer or the company that works down the road from me that makes tractors. No joking. You can, I can just go there. And that is brilliant knowing that you can just do that. I could go to the Costa Coffee Factory where that would probably be my dream job to make coffee machines. I don't know, engineering amazing coffee machines. You know, I'm sure there's some fluid mechanics involved in that somewhere. And just. The versatility of being able to do engineering is 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 amazing. It's not like if you're a GP, yes, you can be a you'll be a GP but somewhere else. You'll be doing the exact same job somewhere else. So you'll lose interest in it very quickly and all of this. So yeah. Versatility is definitely a big plus. To continue on with the versatility, it it moves on to the next advantage which is job satisfaction. You as an engineer will love your job, you know, and if you don't, you'll just leave without question because you've got this nine to five. You're not paid as much as you should. So why should you work somewhere that you don't want to go and work? Yes, money is nice. We all need money and that that we know. But doing engineering is so much more than just earning a paycheck. You do it for the satisfaction of knowing why you're doing it. When I used to work in RF medical, it used to be cancer treatment devices, knowing what that went into. Now, respiratory, knowing what that goes into, the importance of it, and being able to go in every day, knowing that, yes, the day might not go how you plan, but you're not going in with the sunken feeling that I know we've all had sometimes of why am I going here? Why do I go here every day? You know, if you think about it, you spend what 35% of your life of the week in the office and that accounts for like eight hours sleep a day 35 percent and if you exclude weekends you spend 50 percent of your time at the office obviously we include eight hours sleep in that but 50 percent of your awake time is spent in the office alone that is a huge advantage of it is job enjoyment because you know people always ask me like if you won the lottery what would you do? Would you quit your job? And the answer is always no, because maybe I would leave that job, but I would probably start something up because we just, we don't like to stop doing what we enjoy. And where I said I don't work Saturdays and Sundays, we as engineers still bring some aspects of our work home. And and by that, I mean, you know, I, I, I enjoy playing these kind of games like a satisfactory factorial building a working efficient factory system you know and i do that when i come home this is what i do it's so bizarre but you're doing that at work like as a production engineer back in the day you're literally working on a production line trying to make it more efficient then you come home and you're playing a game trying to make a production line more efficient it's so bizarre but you enjoy it so much that you bring it home and do it you know you don't do your work because that's just silly but you enjoy putting engineering into other things. And I think the last thing falls into two bits, okay? One of the other best things about being 
an engineer is people come to you for answers. You very rarely go to other people for answers because you spent years specializing in what you do and you've built up a lot of knowledge around that, you know, be it through helping other people or people helping you. You've gotten to that point where you are basically the base of knowledge for a lot of things. And it's not cocky to say that because that that's what it is you've aimed for and you've come to. You know a lot, you can fix a lot of problems and people just come to you because they know you can fix things quickly, which is very satisfying when you're actually able to give them a solution to something very quickly. It brings you great joy knowing that and that you helped someone. And on top of that, to add to the uh, final part of it is you're respected for what you do. And that's important in a career is to be respected of your abilities to do something. Because if you don't have that respect from like upper management or someone, you're not going to stay there. Because, you know, people always say respect the top management of your company. Well, if they don't respect you, why should you respect them? And that is kind of my attitude to it and also other engineers' attitude to it. You know, mutual respect is there for each other. And that is very important because as soon as that goes, you leave. I think those are the uh, main advantages of being an engineer, as well as disadvantages, of course. There are all disadvantages there, too. And, you know, especially if you're in it for the money, this is not the place to be. I can tell you that. Don't get me wrong. You get paid okay. You get paid decent. But you wouldn't earn an amazing wage as an engineer. And that's probably the biggest disadvantage and the biggest turnoff for a lot of people. And actually, some other people might not know it. But, you know, if you go through medicine and you become a GP, you can earn like £80,000, just bang, like that. But yeah, you have to put the hours in. So it's up to you what you want. Because as an engineer, you can go, you can do finance, you you can probably do medicine. You can do whatever you want. But at the end of the day, it's it's what you want in life. Do you want to have a life? Then be an engineer. Do you want to work for 15, 16, you know, 18 hours a day? Be a doctor, be a banker, finance person. Yeah, they get the huge bonuses. That is so true. But when do you get to spend them? Because you're always at work. So yeah, I get to enjoy it. I get to do this podcast as well. I have time to do it. It's 11 o'clock at night on a Saturday night and... It's great. I get to do all of this stuff because I I chose the career of an engineer. I can do all of this. Just keep that in mind before you make the decision of what career path you want to take. So if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to get in touch, you know, be it by email or LinkedIn. I'll leave a description to everything in the in the links below. And you know, if you did like the show, please do subscribe to it and just give me your feedback. I would really appreciate that. And until the next episode, I hope you have a great day and during this journey to you becoming the best engineer you can be. 